Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, y'all? We are back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast. As always, I'm your host, Justin Michael, and we are recording live from Circo Resort and Casino out in Las Vegas. We had day two of media days today. I got to talk with Jay Norvell for about 45 minutes. Ton of content coming your way. On this pod, in the intro, we're going to talk about San Diego State and their situation with the Mountain West. Then we're going to talk about Carson Strong joining the CSU staff and the benefit that will be to Clay Millen. If you missed that, I broke that news on Twitter earlier. Carson Strong, former Nevada quarterback, joining the CSU staff this fall as a volunteer coach. Then Jay Norvell dove into uh, Power 5 schools coming after the players this offseason. They've got the receipts. I'm going to talk about that. Finally, I'm going to end with Norvell and being able to keep his staff, the importance of the continuity, and just kind of reaffirmation of why he came to CSU from Nevada, the institutional support he has in Fort Collins that he never had in Reno. is drastically different, and being able to keep his coaches when bigger schools are coming after them, that's a big difference. All right, starting with the San Diego State stuff, yesterday the Mountain West Commissioner Gloria Navarez took the stage And obviously, the big focus was what is going to happen with the Aztecs. Well, Navarro's announced that San Diego State is a member in good standing with the conference. They will receive the $6.6 million payment that the league had previously been holding. And basically, everything played out like I thought it would. San Diego State, they'll very likely be in the Mountain West for the next two years because they're not going to be able to afford that $34 million payment to get out. But I fully expect them to get an invite to the Pac-12. I still think that'll probably be announced at some point this year. Assuming the Pac-12 still exists, I guess. Everything hinges on their media deal. And who knows what's going to happen there. I guess we'll find a little bit more information tomorrow from the Pac-12 commissioner. But honestly, an anticlimactic result was kind of expected for me. I've said all along that San Diego State overplayed their hand. I also have said that I think the Mountain West just wants to make San Diego sweat a little bit after puffing their chests out, maybe getting a little too big for their britches. You did that. You prove your point. Now, ultimately, you invite them back into the league because at the end of the day, the conference is better off with San Diego State in it than they would be by losing them. Again, I still fully expect them to get that Pac-12 invite at some point. But basically now, the Mountain West is in wait-and-see mode. You Got to monitor the situation with the Pac-12, see what their media rights deal comes to, see what happens with those four corner schools. I was talking with Kevin Lytle, and I think from CSU's perspective, 
as far as getting in the Pac-12 goes, your best bet would be if CU and Arizona left for the Big 12, you could then go into the Pac-12 with San Diego State and SMU. Maybe they bring somebody like Tulane into the mix. I don't know. Geography doesn't seem to matter anymore. Obviously, UNLV would be an option. Boise, those type of schools as well, especially if they stopped focusing so much on academics. But like I've said a million times, until CSU starts winning, it's all hypotheticals. And you can talk about potential and facilities and you know a growing market and all these great things that Denver and Northern Colorado have to offer. But it all comes down to winning at the end of the day. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about Carson Strong joining the CSU staff. But real quick, now that we're in the thick of summer, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals to support sunny, active days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can fuel you up with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, you'll eat well, and you'll stay on track reaching your goals. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy, then get back to doing what you're doing. If you're ready to feel your best while making the most out of your summer adventures, stick to your wellness goals with premium ready-to-eat meals featuring high-quality ingredients such as broccolini, leeks, and asparagus. Treat yourself to 34-plus weekly restaurant-quality options like bruschetta shrimp risotto, green goddess chicken, and grilled steakhouse filet mignon ready in just two minutes. On top of that, they have different options, different plans for everyone. They have dietitian approved calorie-smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. Maybe you're in the gym, you're trying to get some gains on. They have protein plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. They've got keto options, they've got vegan options, they've got all kinds of things. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions, source 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices, and feature sustainably sourced seafood in their meals. This July, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door, ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash dnvrrams50 to get 50% off. Again, that is factormeals.com slash dnvrrams50. I also want to tell you guys about Saturday Neon. It was a company started by two friends, former college roommates, and they make officially licensed collegiate logo LED neon signs. They're Denver-based, and whether you're a diehard fan or a casual supporter, you're going to love the way these CSU signs light up in the green and gold, baby. They're made with high-quality materials. They're backed by a two-year warranty. They're shipped with everything you need to mount, power, and dim, so every sign is easy to install and operate. Officially licensed for 19 select schools, including Colorado, Arizona, Alabama, Wisconsin, Auburn, and many more, including, of course, our Rams. Great for offices, man caves, dorm rooms, basements, bar areas. Great for anything. Go to SaturdayNeon.com, use the code DNVR for 10% off your order today. Free shipping for orders over $200. Cool, cool, cool. So, former Mountain West Offensive Player of the Year and star quarterback at Nevada, under Jay Norvell, Carson Strong is going to be joining the CSU staff. He is actually already in Fort Collins. He's been working with Clay Millen. And I just think it's going to be really beneficial to have somebody who's been there, who's done that. Clay and Carson have a relationship that goes back multiple years now. Obviously, Carson and Jay are very tight. But I just think, especially when you look at the similarities between the two, the fact that they both kind of had a rough start to their career, both got punched in the mouth a little bit, got injured in their first season for holding on to the ball a little bit too long. But it ended up being a learning moment 
for Carson Strong, and he comes back the year after that, and all of a sudden he's the breakout player in the Mountain West. And I think that's what the staff is kind of hoping happens here with Clay Millen. In 2019, Strong's redshirt freshman year, he played in 10 games, completed 63.4% of his passes, threw for 2,335 yards. He threw 11 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. Not very impressive. In fact, his stats were worse than Clay's. But in 2020, plays in nine games, obviously the COVID-reduced season. But his completion percentage jumps up to 70.1, throws for just under 2,900 yards, throws almost two yards more per pass. He averages almost three more yards per attempt, 27 touchdowns, 16 more than the year before, and only four picks, three less than the year before. After having a 121.8 QBR, he had a QBR of 160.6 that second season. So just a massive leap. And while I don't want to put expectations that are unrealistic or unreasonable on Clay, I do think with the arm talent he possesses with his decision making, one of the things that Jay really credited him for is the fact that he didn't take as many risks as, as Carson did early on. Now... It's probably fair to say that part of that might have been because he largely didn't have enough time to sit back there and overthink it long enough to make those types of bad decisions. Also, not really having anybody outside of Torrey Horton that he had established chemistry with, at least at the beginning of the season, Justice Ross Simmons came on really strong down the stretch. And that was a factor as well. But I do think there's a lot of reason for optimism when you look at Clay's numbers. I mean, obviously... Completing 72% of his passes this last season was pretty dang remarkable under the circumstances. He only threw one less touchdown than Carson Strong did in the same amount of games, and he threw one less interception. I'm going to play some audio here from Jay Norvell talking about the similarities between the two and just a lot of what I've been talking about here, why he expects him to make a leap. There's a lot of similarities between Carson and Clay. Um, Clay's freshman year this year was very similar to Carson's first year starting. I mean, they both played a couple games. They had a little success. Um, they both got hurt and missed a couple games in the middle of the season. And then they both kind of readjusted their game and finished strong. You know, and, you know, with all due respect, Carson, Clay has done a little bit more than Carson in his first year starting. He, Threw for 72%. He led the nation in passing percentage. Um, and, uh, you know, Carson's second year, he was the player of the year in a league. Carson only played three years for us. If Carson Strong wouldn't have went to the pros, he'd still be playing in, in college football. And so he had two years left when he went to the NFL. So um, Carson played for us for three years. He had a freshman year. and his last two, he was player of the year in a league. So... I think Clay's got a bright future. I'm not saying he's going to be the player of the year. I'm just saying that he should make a huge jump. And um, I think he will. You know, uh, for every player, um, losing is a real motivating factor in your development as a player. And, and it can have a great galvanizing effect in having you play better. And... Um, it's, it's part of the process you go through in a team. And I think we had a bunch of guys that learned a lot last year on 
how to play together, how to, what we need to do together, and it's going to help them be better. Clay, I'm glad he got his teeth kicked in a little <laughs> bit last year. I mean, he'll remember that. He will remember that, and he'll he'll make changes in his game because of that. And, um, I mean, we watched all last season with him. He couldn't even believe some of the stuff he was doing. And um, he'll, he'll learn from that, and that'll help him be a better player this year. I've heard that Carson has worked with Clay a little bit. What's their relationship like? Is, is he in town working with us? Yeah, actually, Carson's going to coach with us this year. You know, uh, I love that kid. I've always had a great relationship with him. We talk all the time, and, you know, he's, he's a guy that uh, just had a bad break. You know, he, 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 had a, he had a knee that wouldn't get right for him, and it really hurt him in the NFL. It, it, and um, he played in the USFL last spring, and he hurt his knee again, and he called me right away. He said, Coach, I want to coach. And so he's going to be with us as a volunteer coach this fall. He'll be a great resource for Clay and our quarterbacks and just really excited. He, you know, he, he wants to coach, and, and we're going to give him that opportunity. All right. One of the things that I found interesting in terms of Norvell's responses was when he was asked about NIL and how he feels CSU is doing. And he's talked a lot about how for CSU, NIL is really going to be to keep the stars that they have, you know, to keep the Tory Hortons, the Jack Howells of the world. And it's not necessarily going to be a situation where they're just going to be able to throw bags of cash at other stars in the transfer portal the way we see some SEC schools do, you know, the Ole Misses of the world. That's not to say that you can't get lucky every now and then and land some quality players from Power 5 schools. Dallin Holker, Ron Harge, those are, are two guys that I really expect to be major contributors this season. But it's, it's why we've seen CSU have such a different approach. It's why they're bringing in FCS guys at a higher rate than they used to. And by the way, keep your eyes out. I have an article coming out on these FCS players that are going to be uh, impactful this year. The approach, why CSU is really leaning on it. I'm really excited about that. So keep your eyes open. But it is a time right now where it's really frustrating for these G5 schools because the gap in resources is just getting exponentially larger and it's becoming harder and harder to retain talent, especially with the amount of tampering that's going on. And it took me a while to get here, but this is what I really wanted to talk about. Jay didn't hold back. He was honest. He's like, we have screenshots. There were Power 5 schools uh, trying to get Tory to come, offering him 50K to hop in the portal and head there. It, it really, For a second, I thought he was going to name names. Um, he just said an SEC school that's taken players. So I guess we could speculate if we want, probably not journalistically uh, responsible of me, so I, I won't, but you guys can. But that's really going to be a big factor for CSU moving forward and how much success they're able to have. We're fortunate that Tori is such a high character individual that he's not going to get caught up in all that BS. He's loyal. But, you know, moving forward, CSU is recruiting really well. you got to be able to retain your players and that's where NIL is going to be big for the Rams. You're not going to be, you know, out spending on the open market, landing portal guys all the time. If CSU is going to be successful, it's going to be because they build this program. They recruit well, they develop kids, but you just, you can't become a farm system for these bigger schools. And that's the worry. That's what you're always worried about as a G5 coach right now. 
you do all the hard work on the recruiting trail, you bring these guys in, you develop them, you show that they have talent, and then at any moment, you know, they can just, they can dip on you. And I understand that coaches have always done that to players. I, I get it. Like, I'm not saying there shouldn't be player movement, but I do think that the logistics of maintaining your roster have never been more challenging in college football, especially when you don't have the same resources as the bigger schools. You're just always at an uphill battle. And it's not just players either. It's keeping your coaches. That was one of the most challenging things for the Bobo era. You know, constantly having to replace his entire recruiting staff, constantly having to replace coordinators. When you don't have that continuity, it's brutal. And that's one of the things that I'm really excited about. Not only to CSU return 15 starters, you add some key transfer pieces, but you bring your entire staff back. And it's been so long since CSU's been able to say that. There were bigger schools that came a sniffing, according to Jay, and this is not breaking news. I know he first mentioned this on the Ram Nation podcast this past spring, and then again when he came on my pod on signing day. But Power 5 schools came after Freddie Banks. They came after Buddha Williams. Freddie Banks had a Pac-12 offer. Buddha Williams had a Pac-12 and a Big Ten offer. CSU, they were able to raise their salaries so that they were able to keep those guys in town, and that's huge. And having that support from the school, that institutional support, is a big reason why Jay left Nevada for CSU in the first place, despite the fact that he had that place rolling. But the thing is, he was winning in spite of the fact that they had terrible resources and facilities. They had no institutional support whatsoever. Like, if this exact staff, if nothing changes except he's still at Nevada, Banks is gone. Buddha Williams is gone. And it's big. And I, I do love hearing stuff like that. So I'm going to play that audio for you. Real quick, do need to shout out the partners, though. When you get hurt, Bacchus & Shanker is here to help. Bacchus & Shanker wins for Colorado families. They have been helping those who are seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. They're free until they win money in your case. There's no upfront fee to speak with you about your case, no fee while they work on your case, and no fee unless they win your case and win money for you. Bacchus & Shanker has won over $1 billion for their clients now with even more locations serving all of Colorado, including neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, and Fort Collins. Bacchus & Shanker has the strength and power to win your case with more than 30 lawyers and 100 staff. Bacchus & Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases when you weren't at fault, car accident, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. They can even help if you're injured at work. Call Bacchus & Shanker at 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Bacchus & Shanker wins. Take on the sun with gear that's built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And that's not all either. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. So if you lose or break your pair even day one, they're going to send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out the best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com, use the code DNVR for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. How important was it for you to keep your coaching staff intact too? Obviously, some guys that you know could have had opportunities. You know, one of the reasons that I, I, I wanted to come to Colorado State is is to get the, the the support from our administration to keep our coaches and you know, it's hard when you identify really good coaches and they do a good job and other people. So, I mean, we have people come after them. Uh, they, Freddie had an offer to go to Pac-12 school. Buddha had an offer to go to Pac-12 and Big Ten. Um, 
And so being able to keep those guys when you're trying to keep continuity from year one to year two is huge. And so I'm really happy to keep Coach Banks and, and Coach Buda Williams and and uh, the rest of our staff. And so we're totally intact and, and we've got continuity going into year two. Probably never make it when you listening to that right now. I said we on now. 